have got Billy Eichner here in the studio. Hi, doll. I was about to read him for the sweetener he uses in his coffee. How I, do you know? Oh, because you're it's written on there. <laughs> well, because it's like you know, you always you could tell a person by their poison that they pick. Yeah, yeah. At I, Starbucks. Yeah. I don't know how to do it without any sugar. You don't have to. You yeah. can use stevia. Yeah, but you're young. There's plenty of time for switching Not it that up. Young. Yes, you are. You okay. are. All yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Now, but, you know, have, but you got, have you guys gotten the Starbucks app. Yes, yes, which is magical. It is a life but wait changer. Rue is really excited about things that happened 10 years ago. Just no, but I, I only found out about that like last year. What is last what? year? You can even order and it's ready for you it's to pick ready. up. You literally that's, walk yeah. into the store and it's waiting for you. Yeah. yeah. Wait, Michelle, you're talking. That's what you're talking. How new is that? Is it new? I don't know. Okay, no. I just did it last week no. and it has changed my <laughs> no, life. I know. It's, it's definitely so life changing. Panera does it too. I probably shouldn't tell you that. Panera bread? Wow. Uh-huh. Where yeah. you, wait, when do you have to wait on a sandwich? Oh, you haven't been to a Panera. I have never been the to a Panera, Panera app. Yeah. I have not. Yeah, I'm not in the Panera app. <laughs> their Fuji apple chicken salad is to die for without the chicken, yeah. Oh, no. I guess everybody's got the app. Now. Yeah, right, exactly. Well, wait, so when, so Billy Eichner, when did you download the Starbucks app? Because this is what, for people who don't know, like myself, yeah. um, you order it from the hotel room. On your phone, That's and it right. pays for it with the um, Apple Pay. That's Correct. right. And then you go down, and they say, um, Miss Paul, uh, I, I say, oh, pick up for Miss Paul. Uh huh. You don't and even have to talk there. to anyone. I don't talk to anyone. Do you, you know how Jetsons yeah. that is? I know. Jetsons, just, yeah. Even like every time in line, I'm like, I don't want to reload my Starbucks yeah. card, so I just put in my Apple Pay, and, and your fingerprint. Yeah. Do you know how Jetsons yeah, that is? Yeah, but the motherfuckers still haven't come up with that makeup thing where you put your face in the mask and it does your makeup for you. True, it's coming. Oh, yeah. that, that'll happen. The yeah. amp stamp is Kate here. Kate Hudson so. will figure that She'll out. She'll figure that <laughs> out. <laughs> Charge yeah. you monthly. Yeah, exactly. um, uh, it's probably in my Goop newsletter right now. Ah, so yeah. not yeah. Goop. Um, so when did you download it? I, you know, I have an assistant who's much younger and hipper than I, and she told me about it last year. Last and, year? I'm telling yeah. you, Rue. So I, I only have known about it from, I don't know, I guess last year, maybe the year before. And you've been doing it. Yeah, it's magical. And you've got the Apple Pay. Yeah, and I'm a total Starbucks addict. Even and- when there is like artisanal coffees around, I just need You my just Starbucks. like an iced coffee. And yeah. you only have it orally? Yeah, well, I haven't. I've never tried it in any other orifice. Oh, you oh. do. He does almond milk. And you call. I your, do an almond milk. You too. call yourself a coffee addict. <laughs> How dare you? What are you drinking right now? I'm drinking uh, an ice grande cold brew with a splash of almond milk and one Splenda. He doesn't even have to look See, at I, it. You know, I just don't. I don't speak that language. I still say, give me a medium sized. Yeah, that's well, a grande. I mean, Starbucks is, is that a grande? That's a grande. A long yeah. Time. yeah, yeah. And so, at, how late can you? drink coffee in the day. I'm a major caffeine person, and mm-hmm. I'm also, when I can be, very nocturnal. Uh, I wonder why. And so, <laughs> right. But I just, when I'm in, a, in writing mode, I like to do that late at night, late into the night. So I can drink a coffee or some type of caffeine as late as like a 6 p.m. situation. That's not uh-huh. very late. Billy. No, it's not. Does it affect, for a weekday. Does it affect you? Yeah. and I mean, I need it. My body needs the caffeine. I right. love a I love a sugar free Red Bull. I mean I'm gr- I'm a tr- I'm trash. I'm You're like one party of trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did you grow up? New York City. In the city in called Queens. New York. In in... Oh, I'm you're from Queens. Forest Hills. I'm from I... normal parents myself. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> Forest Hills is nice. Forest Hills. It is nice. Yeah, there are nice parts, and I, I mean, we we were very middle class people. There's there's Forest Hills Gardens, mm. which are very fancy private homes. That's not where I was from, but. 
I I had a had a lovely life. Yeah. Where, you know, we were yeah. not poor. We were not rich. I worked yeah. in Queens at Where Goldfingers. Oh, oh, at Goldfingers. We talked about yeah. this. On Queens Boulevard. That's right where I grew up. It's not in Forest like, Hills, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. It's like Forest Hills. Because I dated a boy in Howard Beach. Near Queens Center. Yes. The mall. I yes. mean, that's where I walked around as a kid. How yeah. far is that from Queens College? It's kind of far. It's yeah. far Queens, from there. Queens Center, the mall. Yeah, the mall. Is right by what used to be Goldfinger. Oh, is that near um, uh, La Freak Center? Yeah, La Freak. La Freak. Yeah, yeah. I like La to call it La Freak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course you yeah. do. Because yeah. uh, about 10, tw- maybe 12 years ago, I caught the train out to Queens College to mm-hmm. see an Ashford and Simpson concert. Oh, yes. my God. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I think I caught the train out there, and then at Shea Stadium or something, I had to catch yep. a bus. And that's where you caught the clap. I got yeah. the clap, yes. but um, the, you know, I when I moved back to New York, uh, blah, blah, I never really left. Um, I wanted to learn the boroughs. Right. Mm-hmm. I wanted to learn Queens, mm-hmm. but Queens is so big. Queens, Queens is huge. Is big. It's the most diverse. And borough. it goes right into Long Island. And it goes right into Long Island. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like Queens. I don't. I wouldn't. It wouldn't be my first choice to live in now. Do but your parents I like still live out there? there. My parents both passed away uh-huh. uh, a while ago. But are they I, buried out there? They're buried in Long Island. Mm. My, my, uh, my grandmother's buried. Well, you yeah. were they older when they had you? My dad was older. Mm-hmm. He was about uh, forty-six when he had me, which mm. nowadays is He's kind of child. normal. He's but a... back then was a bit unusual. So when he died, he was eighty, and I was thirty-two. 33, so he mm. was a bit older. My mom died when she was 54. Oh, was mine at 56, one. I understand. Yeah. yeah, so I was 20 when that happened. Oh, no, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And your brothers and sisters? I have one older half-brother from my father's first marriage a long, long time ago, Steve Eichner, who was a photographer in New York and is covered. he famous? He worked for W and Women's Wear Daily for a long time. Oh, oh fashion boy. photographer. Yes, he was. Very heterosexual. Yeah. Really? A fashion photographer. And uh, he used to like dye his hair and stuff to say fashionable. And when I came out to my parents, who were both great about it, my dad's only question was, is your brother gay? <laughs> and I said, no, dad, Steve is so not gay. And he said, well, he dyed his hair blonde. Right? And, uh, this is my moment, dad. I was like, no, he's just into fashion. He's right. not gay. They don't necessarily go together. Um, so yeah, and my brother covered like, you know, uh, like the mid '90s, like club days. Yeah. Uh, like he was at Club USA and Limelight, and I always was really fascinated by all that because I was still a little too young yeah. to get into all of that. Us too. Steve right. Eichner. <laughs> Steve Eichner. Huh. Yeah, I bet you've run into each other um, and, at some point. Well, He's like semi retired-ish now. How do you retired? That doesn't even exist anymore. He, Especially as a photographer. Uh, yeah. He well, I think he works. He's just not full time at. Women's Wear Daily. He had a website. It's a whole thing. But yeah. yeah. How does he make money? <laughs> We're <laughs> very be, interested. He's going to think this is so funny that I'm talking about him. Um, how does he make money? He had a website. He was very uh, uh, sort of an early adopter to the internet. Mm-hmm. And he bought photography.com. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, there you go. Like, like many the person years who ago. bought sex.com. So, right, exactly. Yeah. So he was able to sell that. He still works and is publishing a book and things, but I don't know if he needs to work. Good time. for right. Steve Eichner. And he's he's a bit older than me. Steve's uh fifty something. Huh. I, I always I think you're young though. I maybe I'm wrong. How old are you? I'm thirty nine. Oh yeah, you're oh, young. Oh yeah, yeah, you're young. I, I thought you were younger though. Yeah, people usually think I'm a few years younger for whatever reason. Yeah, it's your last because year. we we got to yes. know you from Billy on the street. Right. Which is just 
I got to know him from Billy and the Sheep. Ooh. Oh, I like that. <laughs> but um, be, 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 before the world knew about Billy on the street, mm-hmm. you were doing that, uh, uh, I guess, on the interweb. I was doing it. It began <laughs> the as... www. Um, www. Yeah. Exactly. I mm-hmm. was doing it actually before YouTube for my live show in New York. I had a live comedy show, uh, which isn't was basic. Can I just sidebar and say, isn't it weird that people say live show? As opposed to dead show. You're right. Like, what a, I don't know. Well, because if I say show, it. it sounds like maybe a, a TV, TV show, show. Right, oh. right. or a web show. So that, okay, that makes sense. So uh-huh. now I clarify and I say, oh, it was a live show. It was like a, um, a, it was my version of a late night TV talk show, but no one was giving me a TV show, so I just made one and did it on stage. Good for you. And what I, venue uh, was it? What venue? It we 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 sort of bopped around all over New the York. Gaiety. We started out <laughs> the gaiety. <laughs> we started out in bars in the East Village, and then we sort of planned ourselves at this theater called Ars Nova on mm-hmm. 54th Street, which is a beautiful little off-off Broadway, like 99-seat theater, but kind of posh. Um, a lot of great people have uh, performed there. Ars Nova. Ars on Nova. 55th and what? 54th between 10th and 11th, oh, right a- near, used to be the, the Daily Red Zone? Show, but then they moved. Um, oh, where the old Daily Show was. Oh, where the old yeah. Daily Show was. With right. John Stewart. Exactly. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, then yeah. it became Colbert Rapport, and now I don't know what's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, and someone yeah. saw you there and said... Or... Yeah, so I was doing... The Billy on the Street videos were a segment in my live show that I would go out and film and then show as part of my live show so I could go like backstage and take a break or something. Um, and uh, they were always very popular. Like They always got a really good reception. And then when YouTube came along, I started putting them on YouTube... And then slowly people started to discover them. It wasn't an automatic viral sensation. But I, I kept doing it, and Funny or Die got in touch with me. Oh. Uh, Will Ferrell and Adam McKay's company and said, hey, we, we, we've seen your videos. We really like them. Um, if you're ever in L.A., come and talk to us. And so I literally – I was totally broke, but I put a, a plane ticket on my credit card went to L.A. and told the folks at Funny or Die that I had another reason to be there in uh-huh. L.A., even uh-huh. though it was a total lie. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was just like, oh, Funny or Die wants to talk to me. I should go do that right now. Yeah. So I did that, and I had a meeting with the now CEO of Funny or Die, this guy named Mike Farah, and um, I told him, hey, like we can do videos for Funny or Die, but I actually have an idea to turn it into a TV show. Mm-hmm. Would you ever be interested in doing that? Because they weren't doing TV at that point. And he said, yeah, he really liked my idea, and he gave me a little bit of money to make a sizzle reel for it um, to sort of prove how it would work as a half-hour TV show. Mm-hmm. And then we took that around and we sold it. And so, and the character that you, uh, that sort of abrasive character yeah, that course, you do yeah. on, on Billy on the Street, who is that? Is that your father? Is it your brother Steve? No, 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 no. It's none of them. I mean, my parents both had big personalities, but they weren't performers. I do not come from a show business family. Mm. Um, I That's a character and a persona that was kind of developing, evolving gradually in my live show. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the idea that I was getting irrationally angry and passionate about pop culture. Uh-huh. I liked that idea. I was kind of satirizing myself because I grew up as this pop culture obsessed 
kid Mm -hmm. in New York with a lot of access to actually seeing plays and seeing concerts. You know, my parents weren't wealthy, but they had enough money and I was an only child and they liked entertainment themselves. Mm -hmm. So we kind of bonded over that. And they, you know, I saw movies and theater and all kinds of things and plus television, of course. And so I was this pop culture obsessed kid. And as I got older, I started to think, that's kind of funny that I'm so obsessed with pop culture. Uh Um, And and so the character became almost a comment on myself, on my sort of irrational passion and obsession with culture. Yeah. It's funny you say that because, you know, you get to a certain age, my age perhaps, and you, you, I don't know if you've experienced this yet at 39, Mm -hmm. but where obvious pop culture land marks Mm -hmm. uh, um, younger people don't know about and you Mm -hmm. think and I always thought well I thought everybody knew that but Mm -hmm. then you I now know that I just happen to be pop culture obsessed I was one of those kids and the crazy thing is the younger generation we say younger than you though these really young kids let's take the gay thing out of it because we always talk about gay history Mm -hmm. and not nobody knowing things and Mm -hmm. it's fading away it's going away but let's talk about the things like Dick Van Dyke Mary Tyler Moore the um, point is Cal Burnett show. Yeah, exactly. out loud. All yeah. these TV shows that were golden for us, they don't know about them at all. Now, that's the that's the question, though. That's mm-hmm. a good question. When, at what point? What do they... Uh, What's their landmark? What's their benchmark? It's hard for me to put my brain yeah. in that place right. because it's like, well, I'm paying attention to everything. Right. You would think that with the internet... You know, the younger generations have access that we never had to old shows, mm-hmm. and yet they almost seem more disconnected than ever yeah. from history. It, very it, deep. Is that yeah. real? Is that real? Is that just us or because maybe, we're pop culture freaks? No, it's, um, it's very real because I'm a mother to two teenagers. Yeah, and so they don't know. know. They don't know. That, but your daughter knows about Vera Lynn. Because she found it on her own. She's obsessed with weird stuff, but she's also right. a hardcore gamer. Mm-hmm. If you ask her about any television shows, and she doesn't know. I have box sets of Alf. I have box sets. These are all DVDs of Facts of Life, Carol Burnett Show, I Love Lucy. These are things that I put on to make them mm-hmm. know. Because if you're not going to look for them, they won't know. Do you know what like old school is for them? They're going to be like, oh my God, I remember watching like Hannah Montana. Right. Or, um, right. They're also- Gullah so, Gullah Island, you know? I guess they're also so overwhelmed with options right. that they don't have any need need to look back. That's so they true. They can barely keep up with what's happening today. I mean, so they're true. just refreshing their Instagram mm-hmm. and, so true. and their Snapchat and, and Twitter. So why think about a TV show that was on in 1975? They get well, continuous you know. content. Well, also, right. you yeah. know, I think it's our job to be curators for them. And because they are in, inundated with so much information, it's our job as um, the elders. Yeah. To, and we do it on our show all the time. Yeah. Where yeah. We, we point them in the right direction. So you, you know, I'll times on Twitter I'll say you got to see this movie this movie and this movie mm-hmm. to who was the curator for you or were you just naturally curious Man, I was really into all of it. And you were only you were the only one at home at this point. Exactly. Steve and I didn't grow up together yeah. in the same. I mean, I saw him occasionally, but he was with his mom and he was a teenager already when I was a kid. So I was very much raised as a as an only child. Um, you know, my parents just really plopped me down in front of the TV. And they like TV, too, so they weren't yes. parents who were judgmental about TV. Mm-hmm. And when I had, you know, I, I discovered this real interest in Broadway, and I loved singing as a kid, and they also loved Broadway shows, so we would go. And then I had an aunt, my Aunt Joyce, who 
uh, a complicated person, but I love her already. Yeah, yeah, you would, you would, yeah. And um, but but she, my parents had pretty mainstream tastes. They would follow me wherever I wanted to go. If I wanted to go see some avant-garde, off-off Broadway thing, they would go. But it wasn't necessarily what they would gravitate to, to uh, towards themselves if left to their own devices. They'd rather well, go see Barbara. Probably. I mean, yeah. we did. We yeah. went to, like, the Barbra Streisand comeback show, 1994, mm-hmm. at the Garden. They went with me to Blonde Ambition. I mean, Yay! you know, like, they were the at best. Nassau, Nassau Coliseum? Yes, oh. absolutely. Yeah, Best tour uh, jo- ever. Best. I, ever. Uh, George Michael at Madison Square Garden. I mean, you know, they were so supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, but my aunt had slightly more uh, elevated rarefied taste foreign movies indie movies so she would she would kind of point me in the direction of that sort of a thing oh my god more I love her everybody should have an Aunt Joyce you know yes. everybody should have an <laughs> Uncle Bobby yeah. in their lives exactly but until then what do you suggest uh, young people who want uh, some directions and curating mm-hmm. uh, what do you suggest they do because you know I, I had the Mike Douglas show and everybody came on to the mm-hmm. Mike Douglas show mm-hmm. this is a long time ago uh, but yeah, Ella Sarah yeah, uh, Blondie uh, you know from from the 30s 40s up until current yeah Man, I mean, you have YouTube. It's all on YouTube. On there, YouTube. There, there, <laughs> there are things I'm still discovering. So I don't know why a younger person, if you have to be curious, you know, I, I think that's what it is. You have to peel yourself away from social media and do sort of a deeper dive into things that happened prior to 2010. I think you're right. Curiosity. Lola, my youngest, has watched every single Elvis movie. Everyone. Good for her. She is a connoisseur. She What's her nice. favorite? Um, Viva oh, Las Vegas? We just, no, that's my favorite. Yeah. We just talked about it. Oh, dang it. Oh, oh. G.I. Uh, Blues? <laughs> uh-uh. I'm going to text not her my, again because she just What's told me Cajun about it. It was one? one that I didn't even hear Oh, of. it's that one where he's the Cajun. We're going to come back to that and I'll blurt it <laughs> out. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you but know, yeah, but, curiosity. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, curiosity. But still, you still need a curator. You still need someone mm-hmm. to be your cruise director, you, Julie, your cruise director, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and all that. So being this only kid, pop culture junkie, mm-hmm. uh, were you just like this freak with the other kids at school? Who did you talk to? No, I was it a Jewish neighborhood. Because you, are you a Jewish was. kid? Yeah, I'm yeah, a yeah. Jewish kid. It was like middle class, mostly Russian Jewish neighborhood. I. I never felt, I know many, many people did. Maybe it was a product of being in New York City, but I had a ton of friends and I never felt like an outsider. And they understood what you were talking about. They knew Sondheim and they knew Bob Fosse. They might not have known Sondheim. But they knew Annie. But they knew Madonna because Madonna was like cool and, you know, you you, you couldn't avoid it. It She wasn't like a niche thing. Uh, and so, like, my my best friend, one of my best friends at the time, Robert Fastman, who, as far as I know, is uh, still a heterosexual man somewhere well, out still there time. in the world. Yes. There's still time. We went to see Blonde Ambition together. Like, you That's know, a show for everybody. And, and, <laughs> yeah, exactly. A, a four-quadrant show. <laughs> um, but I never felt marginalized in that way. Again, my parents and I shared a lot of interests. So even if my friends didn't share all of those interests, my parents did. There was MTV. There, I don't know. I, I I found my my people. I never felt like I was. I never felt alienated. I never felt like I was alone in the world. Um, then I went to high school in Manhattan, 
Mm-hmm. Um, what high school? Did you go to arts? I, no, I went to Stuyvesant. Stuyvesant. Oh. Yeah. So, so you uh, took the L to school every day? I took the subway to school every day, about an hour and 15 Why? minutes each But way. not the L. You would take the uh, the 6? I took the R or the the R to oh. Roosevelt Avenue, Jackson Heights, and then took the E to Chamber Street, or the R all the way to Forty Second Street in Times Square, and then got oh, on the Stuyvesant one nine is down to is... Chambers. It's by a Battery Park. Battery, Battery Park, Park is City. where the accident happened recently. Recently, yes. yes right I, there. I was thinking Peter Stuyvesant was over near it, Stuyvesant it used Town to be in the East Village. Stuyvesant Town, correct. Yeah. And then I was the first graduating class from what was then known as the new building I in Battery see. Park City. So in Manhattan, that only opened up my world even more. I you love know, it. I was a real city kid. And that's when you became a male prostitute. We'll yes. get into that after this break. <laughs> yeah. But before we go to break, Lola's yeah. favorite Elvis movie because everybody was hanging off the edge of their yes, seats. I were. could tell. Follow That Dream. Oh, Follow That Dream. Oh. With Elizabeth Scott. With Joanna Moore. I like Follow That Bird with Big Bird. Oh, that sounds good. That's my <laughs> yeah. favorite Sesame Street. I yeah. love that. Yeah. So All right, we go. got Billy Eichner with us. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, let's talk about something that a lot of people could really feel uncomfortable talking about. But, hey, leave it to Uncle Rue to uh, help you through this. I'm talking about bottoming. Bottoming with confidence. <laughs> That's where Pure for Men comes in handy. Pure for Men is an all-natural men's cleanliness supplement that allows you to bottom through any situation. It's a vegan-friendly proprietary fiber made up of chia, flaxseed, and psyllium husk. I guess it could actually work for women too if you want to if you want to do that. It works like a sponge to clean your digestive system, so when you're ready to go, honey, you really go and nothing is left behind. Go to pureformen.com and use the offer code RU for 20% off your first order. So keep that runway clear for landing, honey, and bottom with confidence with Pure for Men. That's pureformen.com, offer code RU. Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. Casper brand mattresses combine multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amounts of sink and bounce. It's fantastic. They also have a breathable design, which helps you sleep cool and regulate your body temperature throughout the night. They even arrive right at your doorstep in a transportable box. Now, I just got a Casper Wave, and I love it. Now, listen, if for any reason you're still not sure about getting a Casper, just know Casper has a 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. You can just return it. Start sleeping ahead of the curve with Casper. Get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash rue and using the offer code RU at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. We are back with Billy Eichner, Billy on the street. We're talking about his... his Upbringing. Uh, yearnings. Uh, what is that when you... Your beginnings. What is that? Your beginnings. Your beginnings. <laughs> How I was reared. How you were reared, which brings <laughs> that... us to your male prostitution yeah, exactly. uh, stuff. Good segue. How were how you reared? No. Um, <laughs> how is your reared? <laughs> now, we're talking about pop culture and how much we love it. You know, I remember being a kid, and my, I always wanted to be a pop star, and my, my sister, Rozzy, who's just a year younger than me, um, I said, well, don't you want to be a pop star? She's like, No. I have no interest in that. I was like, huh. what is wrong with right. you? <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. I agree. Same. I don't 
get it. But yeah. None I, of my friends wanted to be pop stars. Your friends wanted to be pop stars? I had friends who probably at the time would have said, I want to be an actor, mm. but none right. of them really followed through mm. on it. And what was your, did you want to be a, a comic or an actor? Would you do both? And you know, uh, I, I acted a lot as a kid. I, I had a really good singing voice as a kid. So. Not anymore? It's, yeah, it's there. Yeah. It's there. Who do you um, sound like? Mandy Patinkin? Oh, boy. I love Mandy Patinkin. Oh, I love it. So sexy um, and gentle. <laughs> oh, my God. It really was, Oh, my actually. God. Oh, we saw you, Sabi. You were right sitting next to us at the Emmys. Yes, with Mandy. And where was he sitting? We assaulted I Mandy. I saw Mandy the night before at a party, and of all the people I saw that week, and I'm not kidding, the one I was most starstruck by was Mandy Patinkin. We assaulted uh-huh. him. Rue we assaulted I, him. He literally You're called me from across the room. I ran over and go, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he had, he came over to me because he, he oh. said something about my suit. And I'm uh-huh. like, oh my God. Yeah. You were Manny Patinkin. Manny Patinkin. Yeah. I mean, and, and I called Michelle and, and came over. Uh, and, yeah. yeah. We yeah. He's him. a legend. Um, who did I? Who do I? Who did I sound like? Well, I was a kid, so I only knew what was like on Broadway at that time, and it was all about Michael Crawford and mm. the Phantom mm. of the oh, yeah. Opera, yeah. right? And so, right. like Michael Ball and aspects of love, all these British musical theater stars of the late '80s. Yeah, who was that? Jim. Dash and Shenandoah. Is that his name? <laughs> Jim what? Jim Dale. Jim Dale. Yeah. He was also yeah. P.T. Barnum. Yeah, yes. he was yeah. Barnum, yeah. yeah. And Great. so Barnum, Barnum's just a very underrated music. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Glenn Close, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I, I really loved Broadway. So I wanted to be on Broadway. But then I also, I remember on my uh, my binder, do kids still have binders? No. Mm-hmm. No. So on my binder, I wrote uh, NYU Film School. That's, huh. I, I, I kept telling myself I wanted to be a movie director. I didn't end up doing that. Mm. But for some reason, that sounded cool to me. But I also love Broadway. And then I discovered uh, Nathan Lane and the 1992 oh, yeah. Guys and Dolls. Uh-huh. Uh, and that really rocked my world in terms of musical comedy. Um, like Fistful of Jurgens Lotion rocked my world? Well, not quite that rocked. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it, that really, I, that production is very vivid. In my mind, who um, directed that production? That was Walter Bobby. Walter Bobby. Did you get to see? Wait, him wait well, no, 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 no. Was it Walter? Walter Bobby was in it. He was nicely, nicely Johnson. I think it was Jerry Zaks. Really? Yeah. The infamous. The infamous. infamous yeah. Who's on Broadway now Still, with uh, Carousel? I think Hello Dolly. And Hello Dolly. Yeah. I think he's- Doing Karis? And no, he's no, doing no, no. The, uh, the Steve Martin play. That's with what Amy it is. Schumer. Meteor shower. Yeah, oh. meteor shower. Yeah. So I love that production. And I loved like Streisand. I remember my parents and I went to see Bette Midler at Radio City Music Hall. And that also, I knew Bette Midler at the time from like beaches. And, you yeah. know, she had been on, you know, down and out in Beverly Hills, and but I didn't know yeah. Yeah. 70s Bette Midler, yeah. which in this concert tour she brought back. Yes. And I remember sitting in, in the uh, mezzanine of Radio City with my parents just mesmerized. Yeah. Oh my I was like, that's the, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Yes. I can't imagine, I don't have children, I can't imagine what it must be like for a parent to see their child just become so elated by something that you brought them to. Mm-hmm. You know, I uh, this past weekend I went to the <clears throat> uh, San Francisco Hip Hop Dance Festival and I oh. go every year. Uh, but, but about five years ago, I sat next to a friend of mine's kid who was probably six and it was his first time seeing something like mm-hmm. that. He was mesmerized. And for me to experience it through his eyes, yeah. it was so exciting. Mm-hmm. Your parents must have been so excited to expose their kid to I this think stuff. So. You know what I think strangely worked in my favor is that you would have thought I had this older dad. My dad was in the Korean War, for God's sake, right? You would have thought he maybe would have had an issue 
with me being gay or what my interests were. But strangely enough, because he had come from an older generation, he had, when you said Barbara Streisand to my dad, it wasn't a gay icon to him. It was the woman he saw in Jack Parr. Yeah. It was, he had an appreciation for this old school entertainer yeah. that has since become sort of connected to being a, a gay thing. But right. from his generation is not a gay thing. It's who was on the radio. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, Streisand was on the radio. And so when I said I liked Barbara Streisand, he he didn't think to himself, oh boy, what a fag. <laughs> he, he thought, oh, I love Streisand too. Let's go to Madison Square Garden and see her. And, and, very, she was a Jewish icon. And, Jewish. and yeah. my parents also both grew up in New York City. I was crazy lucky when it came to all of this and so that really uh, I think was very helpful. Do you, you know? have a, a top three or top five favorite Streisand songs? I'll tell you mine while you think about yours. Top three. Okay, I got to think love, about that. Um, I love Prisoner. I knew you were going to go right. I knew you were going to go right to that. <laughs> I love Songbird. I love Songbird. And of course, I have to count the whole Guilty album as one. The thing. Guilty album is it's genius. perfection. Well, it's love, also got the love, love inside. Oh, is, oh, oh my god. Oh the my god. But then you got the Brothers Gib up in there. And you, too, okay, yeah. come on. Yeah. You had to bring them up because Jeez. you got to bring a tear to my because yes. you can't talk about the brothers Gibb in my presence without me crying right. yeah because but i love them so much that's the magic that, that guilty that's... album is oh. just genius oh. every, almost every track oh um, what do you mean almost every track okay, what track right. do you not every like track... <laughs> no i'm interested there, there what... might be i'm forgetting there what might track be do you not there, like? <laughs> there might be it's one promises towards i love promises uh, and oh. run wild run oh, kidding? forget about it okay <laughs> yeah. so we're talking about woman in love the love inside, um, run wild. Um, uh, what's the gu guilty? Guilty. Um, uh, what's the what's the one that the du other duet? Pr it's promises. There's um, there's um, run wild. Run, there's a dun 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 dun. dun oh yeah 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 yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah yeah. I think that's pro I think that's run wild. But then there's yeah. the other. Um, so what kind of love? Oh, what kind of fool? What kind of fool? Oh my god! What kind of fool? yeah? What kind of and fool. what are we missing? Um, there's, from there's the Guilty like album? Nine there's only nine tracks. Do you want me to look them up? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what? Mm -hmm. the, uh, Barry Gibb has uh, the demos for that album that where he's really? singing the songs, right? Okay. Oh. So there are two songs that he sings on the demo for that album mm -hmm. that she didn't choose. Fascinating. One of them was re was recorded by Olivia and John. It's called um, Carried Away. Oh, I don't know that it one. Is make it like a memory. Make, make it like, it a, like memory. a memory. I love that. that you don't one like is the that. one that I'm a little on the fence on. It's but also an eight minute song. It's oh, very long. Yeah, because she has. They have this. The thing you were singing was this instrumental, like <laughs> yeah. Jim Steinman. <laughs> yeah, very much. Thing so. yeah, that happened. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, but there's also like. You don't bring me flowers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we know the... you can sing, Michelle. No, I don't want. I don't sing like Barbara. <laughs> well, you don't sing. Nobody sings like Barbara. But there's also Cornet Man, which I won't even attempt. Anything no, no, no. Funny girl. See, I, see, I love Songbird. I love uh, Eyes of Laura Mars. Prisoner. I, the the Guilty album is in a league of its own. Yeah, it but is. But what are your favorite oh, Barbara man, songs? Oh man! Oh man! What am I putting on the spot? What about it's memories? Yeah, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, the way we were, yeah. I mean, I like all the hits. Listen, but, everything she does is brilliant, um, but I mean, favorites. Okay, I kind of like old school Barbara. One of my favorite Barbara things is that um, on her, what do you call it, like her multi-disc thing, a box set. Yeah. Oy. Uh -huh. Box set. Um, they have her like live cabaret show from the '60s, right? Oh. Or from, and you can hear her live as as a 19 year old, and wow. her voice is so 
pure. It's just insane. Um, uh, uh, what do I like? Um, Meanwhile, you mm-hmm. know, on Netflix tonight, you know, the today. Oh, I'm well aware. I'm watching it tomorrow. I'm, yeah. I'm going to watch it tonight. Yeah. She's got the, <laughs> the what's movie, it called? the documentary. It's Memories. a documentary. Is it called Memories? It's the most recent tour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was going to try to give her a plug. I don't know the name it's of the like thing. It's like the music, the memories, the magic. There the, you go. The whatever. Yeah. That's it. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm listening. I'm going to give you some more time to think about what your mm-hmm. favorite things are. But, but you guys um, are leaving out all the musical theater. Are you? I don't care no, about that. Of course, that. I love Funny Girl. And are I, you just? Do, you're I just do. talking about her song songs. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about everything. I'm just talking about mm-hmm. what How my favorites not care? are. I love. I, I do care. I just my favorites. I'm just talking about my favorites. I'm, you know, I'm a Yentl guy, and I have no shame in that. Really? You know, I love Piece of Sky. Yeah. Uh I oh, yes. I love where is it written? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um I love um uh oh oh my god I love her version of uh, he touched me. Ooh. It's pretty epic. It takes on a new meaning in today's culture. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? It, it sure really does. It certainly does. And nothing Nothing feels the same, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. we've got Billy Eichner here, Billy on the street. Now, of course, you know him from Difficult People. You, I heard you're in a movie. That you're in a, a movie now. I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing the the Lion King remake. That's what? right, the Wait, live action. Do you, have any, do you have any scenes with Beyonce? We do, and we have a a song that I don't know if we will record together, but which we are technically on together. Oh my. God, I, if your parents were alive today, they would die. When they say live, ironically. live action, <laughs> do they mean like, it's, how are they doing it? So it's not, it's basically like the animal characters in the Jungle Book. It's John Favreau. Okay, he did so they're that still too. voice. It's not like we're, you standing we're all, out there. We're all voices. No, okay. no, no. We're not in weird, like, animal costumes. <laughs> Which would be kind of hot. Kind of hot. <laughs> well, yeah. for the furries out there. Uh-huh. Um, no, it's, uh, we do the voice. And, and strangely enough, I'm the Nathan Lane role. He did the original oh, Timon. Pumbaa or T- yeah, Timon I'm Timon, and Seth Rogen is Pumbaa. Oh, wow. Beyonce is Nala. Donald Glover is Simba. John Oliver is Zasu. And then, of course, Mufasa is still, is, is still James, James Earl, Earl Jones. Jones. And uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor is Scar. Wait, you can say his name? Well, yeah, Do it again. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. I think that's how you say okay, it. Okay, Michelle and I talk about <laughs> this all the time. We actually have looked it up phonetically. When you come to Hollywood <laughs> and you have an agent and they say, okay, so you want to be a star, mm-hmm. what name are you going to use? Right. And then you say- I mean, that- years ago, you couldn't even be like Goldberg. No. You know, no. they would ask you to change it. But at least with <laughs> Goldberg, you you know how to pronounce True. it. True, yes. I don't, this is no read, Um, I, but I guess it is a read. Right. You know how the kids say, this, this is not offensive, or this is not a read, but at the same time, this is a read? It is, if you yeah. say this is not a read, it's a read. It's yeah, a read. exactly. Okay, um, why- would you use a name that no one can pronounce? I think because it's a pride tr- thing. <laughs> Maybe, That's what I yeah. think. It, that think really think it comes down to that. Like and nobody's going to tell me to change my name. This is the name my mother and gave it me. Gives yeah. him some she mystique. Would tell- uh, I Maybe. don't think so. Okay. But listen. But right now and right here, <laughs> yeah. you're going to teach me how to say that name. Okay. So say the first name first. I believe I have not. I know. Met I'm, the sure man. Right. Okay. I'm sure you're right. I'm sure you're right. I believe it is Chiwetel. Chiwetel. So that doesn't chew. A tell. A tell. Not a tail. Chew a tell. Like instead of saying chewing a tail, yeah. right. chew a tell. Now, chew a tell. If you, for you guys who don't know, this is that actor who's really good. Who's oh in God. 12 Years a, yeah. a Slave. Yeah. He's in everything. He's brilliant. Selma. Yeah, so he's everything. He's brilliant. Chew a tell. Chew a tell. Chew a tell. Chew a tell like it. a tail. Yes, yeah, exactly. but we should probably leave it there. It's the last name that gets us in trouble. Okay, let's yeah. hear him chew say Chew a tell. for. I believe that's what it is. Maybe it's a geo. Say it again. Say it again. A geo four. A geo four. 
Yeah, a I can't geofle. believe I'm the one giving a, you this lesson. Chewatel, a geofor. I'm right. Chewatel. Say the last name again. A geofor. A geofor. Oh, like geofor. Right. What kind of car do you drive? A geofor. A geofor. Wait a minute. What kind of car do you drive? A geofor. A geofor. A geofor. A geofor. G O four. That's it. Chewatel, a geofor. Wait That's pretty good. That's all right. Wait well, a minute. Let me just. Me, I, I need I to see a picture of what G O four is because numbers are G. I see G O four. A Geo four. What do you drive? A Geo four. Chewatel. Okay, I forgot the first name again. Chewatel. 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 A Geo four. Chewatel. A Geo four. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna take that. We're gonna, s- we're gonna s- uh, simmer on that for a minute. We're gonna take a break real quick. <laughs> and I see. I'm, I'll never be able to remember it uh, again. It's already gone. G- uh, Chewatel. Chewatel. I'd Chewatel. A Geo 4. A Geo 4. Because I drive a Geo 4. I drive a Geo 4. Good. It might be a Geo 4. A Geo 4. A Geo 4. So it's about. Maybe. But he's not going to kick me out of bed because I mispronounced. I said a Geo 4. Putting the pronunciation in the right syllable. A Geo 4. Okay. We've got Billy Eichner here. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Talkspace is an online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere, anytime. All you need is a computer with an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. Can't imagine fitting anything else into your life? Well, with Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. Get something off your chest whenever you need to. Talk about everyday challenges at work or at home, or just chat about life. There are no extra commutes, no leaving the office, and no judgments, honey. Remember that therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into your childhood memories. It's also about practical, everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. Having a therapist simply provides you with a designated person for you to talk to who's trained to listen and help you make positive changes. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. Now, to match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com Rue and use the offer code Rue, R-U, to get $30 off your first month. That's Talkspace.com, offer code RU. Now, we've got uh, Billy Eichner here. Uh, he's going to be in the live-action Lion King My movie. voice will be in it. And then I'm doing this other Disney movie, a lot, a real live-action Disney movie called Noel, which is a Christmas movie that will come out next Christmas. I was like, you better get busy because like, you got a month. Yeah. Seriously. Do you have any nude yeah. scenes in that one? I am not nude in the Disney family well, Christmas then. film Noel, but Shirley MacLaine's in it. Maybe what? she'll be what? there. Yeah, she's in it. Oh, yeah. do you have any love scenes with her? Yeah, it's pretty hot. Wow. Uh, yes. NC, there's going to be an NC-17 director's cut there of Noel. There better be <laughs> the Disney version. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It'll be released on uh, Blu-ray. Yeah. And do you have an acting background? I do. I went to Northwestern. What uh, is that? Northwestern a is a school, a school outside of Chicago in Evanston, Illinois. It's a very good school. It's a very good school. It's a Big Ten school. And Who paid they have a for that? Great theater program. Did Jason Bateman go to Northwestern? Uh, I don't know if Jason Bateman went. Julia Louis-Dreyfus went. Who was in your class? Um, Famous. Kristen Schaal. 
who's the female lead on Last Man on Earth. On oh, Fox. the girl with the mouth? The, the... She has a distinct voice. Yes, yes, I love her. She is the greatest, and we were in acting class together every day for three years at Northwestern. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. And Kristen Shaw and I, who are now known as these you know, uh, comedy types, we were doing Shakespeare together and Greek tragedy and Chekhov and all of these things. Yeah, because I know her from 30 Rock. Oh, hilarious. She's yeah. And brilliant. she does a voice on Bob's Burgers, and she's been in a ton of things. Yeah. yeah. And so... Um, so you guys are the shining stars of your class of Northwestern. There are others, too. Um, there are many. Uh, my best friend, one of my best friends, Robin Lord Taylor, is the penguin on Gotham. Robin Lord Taylor. I'm thinking yep. of Victoria Lord um, from One Life to Live. And I'm thinking of Lord and Taylor. <laughs> Lord so. and Taylor. Wait, yeah. yeah, no relation. But Robin Lord Taylor is the penguin on Gotham on Fox, their Batman drama that they oh, right. have. Sure, right, 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 right. Um, so he's like the lead villain on that, and he's amazing. He's one of my dearest friends. Uh, and Kate Baldwin, who's on Broadway, Hello Dolly right now. A lot of musical theater types. A lot of music. Yeah, that's it's very spooky. Hub- I, only one person that's calls hubby. me, and that is oh, it's actually um, Randy uh, who's calling me, Randy uh, Barbado. Oh. Um, so now, okay, who paid for Northwestern? Who paid for Northwestern? Uh, that was a combination of my parents and a lot of student loans, which my I male prostitution, my male prostitution, and now, honestly, I didn't pay off Northwestern until. Billy on the Street happened yeah. on TV. I mean, I didn't fully pay it off. It's, you know, I never went to college. I didn't finish high school. But, you know, mm-hmm. when I hear about the student loan storyline, it's, it's such a crazy crock. People, it's like a, 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 not a pyramid scheme. It's like some type a of Ponzi a weird scheme. Ponzi where people get locked into this thing. For, was for it decades. worth it? It was worth it to meet the girl from uh, Bob's Burgers. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> Northwestern, for all of its expense, uh, was the best time of my life and actually not only did I learn a lot I also made friends and all the friends I made at Northwestern everyone involved in that live show in New York where the Billy on the Street video started were the friends I made at Northwestern the director of the show my sidekick was Robin Lord Taylor in the show I had a band which was made up of almost all Northwestern kids that I was friends with whenever I needed people to come and do bit parts I called my friends to Northwestern and it really worked out in that way and also, it was just a great, magical time. I needed to get out of New York. It was the one time in my life up until recently in L.A. when I got out of New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a real sort of traditional college experience. You know, we did drugs and we did plays and we had fun. You yeah. know, it was good. And um, did you go, Did you, were you good in the other classes? What's By your the, degree I, in? Do you have it, a BFA? You get No, you get a um, Bachelor of Science degree mm. in speech. That's how they do it. Uh, at Northwestern. So you don't get a theater degree, but you're literally, my whole life there was theater and acting class. Yes. Um, I went to a very academically competitive high school, Stuyvesant. It's like this nerdy math science school and where everyone is very essay. It's a public school, but you have to take a test to get in. You don't mm-hmm. have to pay, but you have to get a certain grade on a test to get in. Mm-hmm. And kids come from all over New York to go into it and to get into it. And it's, they call it like the Harvard of high schools, whatever. Mm. But, I didn't realize it until I went to Northwestern, but I worked so hard at Stuyvesant. It was like being in medical school. Mm -hmm. And so when I got to Northwestern, I took all the academic classes you needed to take, but I was over that. I just wanted theater. I wanted to be in acting class. I wanted to do plays and musicals and do voice lessons, and that's what I did. Right. So, um, uh, so, you know, that's what college is meant to be. It's so that you can meet your constituency, you can meet your comrades. I really found my tribe at Northwestern. I always had friends, but I really found 
people like me. These are all like-minded people doing what you want yeah, to do. Yeah, well, yeah, that you call. I mean, Randy, who just called there, I, I met him basically in college, even though I didn't go to college, mm-hmm. in East Village, you know, right. in the club scene. and College mm-hmm. of Hard Knocks. College kid. of Hard Knocks. Yeah. Yeah. And we have worked together since then. This is, I, I, I that was, I met him and, and Fenton in mm-hmm. 1985. I mean, that, it's hard to compete with that bond. When you know people that long and if you work together and played together and you're really like spending your whole lives together. Yeah, but uh, but a th- I mean, a, the, a college loan, I, I just... <sighs> this is going on in my life right I know now. it yeah. is. It's, I just can't imagine paying that money. I have been it's saving crazy. money since I was pregnant with my mm-hmm. first one. I'm going to tell you. Now, this is there's scholarships, there's financial aid, blah, blah, blah. And she gets money off and going and st- whatever it is. I didn't even save enough. For one semester, one year at like a Stanford mm-hmm. or a Berkeley, and that's really? a, that's a UC. That's... And they put those it's, loans. It's insane on kids, and you're responsible for the loan. Yeah, but yeah. Th- most people don't have to pay the sixty five thousand dollars a year. There's ways around. Yeah, I had financial aid too, right, all a little bit. Stuff. But I, I I was one of those people who fell into the category of my parents didn't make a ton of money, but they made a little too much money to like to get for financial. me to get a free yep. ride. Same. And you know? my kids would Which be the same. Which is a yeah. lot of people, you know. How much is it a year for Northwestern? Boy, at the time. At least 45, I, right? Oh, boy, I think it was more than that. It could I, be. I, I don't know because this I was, I went to college from 1996 to 2000, so I don't know what it is. 96 to 2000. Yeah, I don't know what it is now. Uh, I'll tell you what it is now. Yeah. 96 to 2000. What, what does he, what's he talk? Is that, our producer just did something. He just. Did he Google tuition? Because mine's I slower. heard him saying, he, he 50, screamed. 50000 to live on campus uh, a year, full-time tuition. Oh. Oh, something attendance is $73,000. Well, that's, that, if you live on campus, room and board is another 15400 right. So that's sixty five just to start to live on campus. For your kid. For your kid. Be, for a year. It's not for your kid. It's for your kid's mm. education because yeah, let's but... be honest. In this day and age, it's so competitive out there. Mm-hmm. Look, there's a lot of people like my daughter, my older daughter, who's brilliant, will mm-hmm. cite instantaneously Steve Jobs dropped out of college, famously dropped out of uh-huh. college, right? I get it. And you don't have to go to college to no. succeed. Absolutely not. Does it help you be seen and get it? You get a degree from Stanford. That's a golden ticket. Not all, not always, but you have a way better chance than the other person to at least be seen for the job. Doesn't mean you're going to get it. That's right. up to you to sell it. So do you have to go to college? Absolutely not. Can it help you? Absolutely. Will it make or break? You know, no. You know, if my kid told me, well, Steve Jobs didn't go to college, yeah. I'd say, okay, you want statistics, yep. kiddo? <laughs> yeah. Oh, let me tell you about how many, the, all the schmucks who didn't go to college and what they ended up doing. Who the is her mother, Rue? Uh-huh. You think I didn't lay that shit down? Oh. Do not. <laughs> you are going to college. Right. That's all I ask. Totally. Yeah. Go to college. Then if you want to, she is in international relations. I said, what the fuck are you going to do with that? Listen, it's better than linguistics where she was mm-hmm. starting. And, and I'm not judging what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. I think that, she doesn't know what she wants to do. What she wants to do is travel. What she wants mm-hmm. to do is speak languages. What she wants to do is reform education. She hates the way the education is. So there's ways to International go. International relations sounds like a call girl. What are you going to do with that? <laughs> what are you going to do? But apparently I've been talking to people and everybody's like, when I lectured at Stanford, they were like, no, that's great. And I was like, how? Oh, right. Oh and that's the confusing So part. how old is she now? 
How, when is she going to go? She's going to be 18 in March. She's going. March. This is it. She's a senior. She graduates. So next, a year in September. Wow. She's off to college. She's off to college. Wow. But when do you have to get your application? Now. In get, oh, right now. She's mm-hmm. writing. We, we yeah. are soaking in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have to be done, I think, at the end of November. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you just paid it off yourself, Billy Eichner. I eventually paid off my student loans. But the only thing that really allowed me to do that in one fell swoop was getting a TV show, yeah. which is insane. Did, they, did yeah, North that doesn't win, happen, everybody. Did Northwestern yeah, exactly. send henchmen like, to serve? Of, no, 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 no. Rough you up a little Sally bit. May, you know, I it was it was student loans. It wasn't Northwestern. You know, you get it, a booklet with little pieces of paper. Exactly. You rip off every month and you send your payment yeah. in. And when you can finally go, oh my God, I'm sending this whole booklet in. And this is one thing you know Bernie Sanders talks about. Um, and he's right. I, I was not a Bernie bro no. by any means, but one thing he talked about, which really hit home, was student loan debt. Yes. Yeah. Like it's sinking generations it of is. people. It is. Yeah. Um, you work your whole life. You go to this great school and then you're still paying it off 10 yeah. 20 years and later then, and then and they keep this. and prostitution is still illegal you know what Which I mean? Isn't that a, I mean, sodomy is still legal in, in some in states. In some states. And it's ridiculous. <laughs> How do they expect us to pay these student loans? <laughs> but that's, exactly. but, but let me just be the devil advocate here because mm-hmm. I have my teenage kid. She, she uses that, unfortunately. She'll then say, like, literally, she doesn't want to go on tours of certain schools because mm. they're too expensive. Well, the devil and is a liar, Michelle. But that's the problem. The devil She'll is go, a liar. I don't want to end up out of school with 150000 in debt. It's not fair to you. And I was like. Me, me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's psychological warfare. Bitch, it ain't fair to me. That's yeah. why your ass is gonna. I had to pay mine off. Right. My mother right. paid for me to get my room, you know, room aboard with four other girls in New York City. Uh-huh. It was cheap as shit. We lived in a one bedroom apartment with four single beds. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's like bosom how we bosom lived. buddies. Horrendous. That sounds like bosom buddies. With people you never met. <laughs> there ain't nothing bosom about it. Uh-huh. And so she. So, that is, you're, he's right. It is sinking a generation because those kids don't want that debt. And you know what? They don't deserve that debt. Overseas, if I lived in London, I can go to Oxford for 9,000 pounds a year all in. Hmm. Why can't our kids do that? That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Now, Billy on the street, Billy mm-hmm. Eichner, you, you got these big movies. What agency are you with? <laughs> I am uh, at UTA. UTA. United yeah. Talent. United Talent Agency. Mm. The glamour of it all. And so when they told you that you were going to be doing Noel, this mm-hmm. big budget, and, and, and Beyonce in The Lion's King, mm-hmm. this is the biggest thing you've done, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure The Lion King is just my voice, but I'm sure more people will hear that voice than will ever hear anything I ever do for the rest of my life and long after I'm gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Now, you look very sexy now. You've lost (laughs) a lot of weight. Yeah, that's true. How did you lose the weight? Was it the coffee enemas? (laughs) Yeah, how did I lose the weight? I... I did not ever make a concentrated effort. I didn't wake up one day and say, I'm going to lose weight and get into shape. It just, you know what actually happened? I never thought of myself as someone who was out of shape. Crack. Um, and no, no, and unfortunately not. But I, <laughs> I, I shot the first Disney season. Disney wouldn't like that. It was no. a joke, Disney. <laughs> I shot the first season of Billy on the Street, right? And then I went to, came out to L.A. to edit it because mm-hmm. I edit all the episodes with my editors, but I'm there with them side by side being a total control freak over it. Are you a Virgo? Um, I'm a Virgo. That's How about amazing. that? Amazing. That's great. I'm a Virgo. She's yeah. a Virgo. Yeah. Um, so you get it. And I didn't realize it, but you know, that first season of Billy on the Street, I didn't know what the show was. We were putting it together. It was this big opportunity for me. I was all stressed out. And I would sit in the editing room all day eating and eating out of stress, not even thinking about it. Then we got back to New York to shoot the second season of Billy on the Street. Great. Then I came back to LA to edit the second season, and I'm looking at the footage and I thought, 
Oh boy. Oh girl. Oh boy. <laughs> Ooh, I'm running around New Look York. Look at all and that like ass. Jiggly, jiggly. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, I don't know if that's I the like gamers that. diet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when I said, you know what? I was getting really caught up in the making of the show, sort of to my own detriment. Mm. Um, and I said, as 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 much time as it takes to make the show, I'm gonna clear some time and prioritize exercising. So I got a trainer, and then it all kind of snowballed, and I ended up liking it. And then you look better. You're like, oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, Clothes fit better. Yeah. Yeah. And And you're seeing yourself. I mean, I challenge anyone who's looking at themselves on TV all the time or on the internet or in photos or whatever not to maybe want to look like whatever version of yourself you think is best. Yeah. Mm. You know? You get more self-conscious. Yeah. No. And, you know, you, you actually look younger now. Yes, that is I think true. Well, you know, <laughs> it's, it's interesting. Yeah. It's just really it's interesting. But oh my god, he just um the producer just held up his hands. That finger is so short. Did it get cut off? Look, Michelle, look at his finger. Oh, no, Hold no, up your hand. Hard. I didn't know. I've never what seen happened? it like that before. Show your finger. Like Show your finger. See, see oh, that? What to it. What? Uh, Did you lose it? Oh, he's got oh, no he's got no knuckle. Okay. Oh. Well, then we'll talk about that in the next segment. Oh. He's got but, two Trump fingers and two regular. Yes, yeah. he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> nanu, nanu. On that note, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more <laughs> Billy Eichner. <laughs> Casper mattresses are brilliant. Now you know they're an online retailer of premium mattresses at a fraction of the price. Casper brand mattresses combine multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amounts of both sink and bounce. And we love both of those. They also have breathable designs which help you sleep cool and regulate your body temperature throughout the night. They even arrive right at your doorstep in a transportable box. Now I have a Casper Wave and I got to tell you, this is a brilliant mattress. You will not regret getting this mattress and it's better than you know going to the department store and getting some gazillion dollar mattress or in one of those mattress retailers that you see on television and if you're still not sure about getting a casper mattress just know that casper has a 100 night risk-free sleep on it trial start sleeping ahead of the curve with casper now get 50 dollars toward any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash rue and using the offer code RU at checkout. Now, it's free shipping in the U.S. and Canada. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, we are back with Billy Eichner. We're talking about all things Billy. I like that title. All things that's Billy. A that's, good, that's a good title. That's my really memoir. Yeah, One man show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, of course, you know him from uh, Difficult People and Billy on the Street. Now he's in the live action of The Lion King and a, and a porno called Noel. Nope, not a porno, but, oh, but close. It. It's about Santa Claus. It's oh, a Disney movie. Yeah. The actual Santa Claus? Uh, it is about, yeah, the San, uh, it's about uh, Santa Claus and his family. Oh, <laughs> oh I know. This is the Anna... Um, Anna, um, Anna Kendrick. Anna Nicole Kendrick. Smith. Well, she plays Mrs. Oh. Claus or no, no, no. something. Anna Kendrick plays Noel, Santa's daughter. Daughter. And Bill she has to take over the family business. Yes. Hold on, hold yes, on a minute. Yes. That Bill... means Santa and Mrs. Claus did the deed. Uh oh. Yep, it's true. Yeah. And I think you guys are like this. You know Isn't who she plays... kind of old to give birth? Anna Kendrick? Mrs. Claus? Mrs. Claus? No, she's not Mrs. Claus. No, no, she's no. the daughter. I know. Is Isn't grown... Mrs. Claus a little old to give birth because she you know, always in has that gray fantasy hair? World. She's younger. And the, uh, Mrs. Claus is a little younger than the typical Mrs. Claus. And do you know who plays Mrs. Claus in this movie? Oh, like, Can I guess? Yeah. Okay. Jennifer Coolidge. No, although I love her. Um, Is it um Jean Smart? No. Oh, I, I love, love Jean Smart. Is it Annie Potts? 
No, I love all the designing women, but it's not. It's Julie Haggerty. I love I Julie love Haggerty. Julie She's genius. Haggerty. Yeah, and I grew up. I mean, I watched Airplane, Airplane oh five my more than I watched any other movie as a kid. And, and her so voice is. And she's exactly yeah. like you know her to be, you know, that from kind of TV timid. and movies. Yeah, she's so funny and the sweetest person, and I'm so excited that she's in it. I just saw her on that TV show, um, not great news, but it's with John Lithgow, and uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, the, she plays a juror. And uh, uh, oh, who is what the show? Girl? Is that? It's the show. Oh, Trial and Error. Trial and Error. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. That makes me miss Terry Gar. I know. Oh, I know. I know. But greatest. she's got a great legacy that she has. She, you know, you know. The thing is, all these people—they've worked forever. Mm-hmm. It, they never go away. No, you know, Terry Gar is. Speaking of Elvis, Terry Gar is one of the chorus dancers in Viva Las Vegas, Michelle. I can point her she's out. What? Wow. She's one of the chorus dancers in Viva Las Vegas. Are you kidding me? She's Why in the did scene, I never know this? You know where Elvis has the uh, yellow blazer on? They're in a club. Yeah, and. I think Anne Margaret has a yellow dress on also. They're doing some, they're in this club. Oh, oh. And Anne Margaret's doing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's doing that. She's doing that. That's the scene. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> oh my God, that would be Terry so good. Gar. So when do you start filming Noel? We're doing it now. So we're you're filming, filming it now. Yeah, I go were you back on the on set Sunday. today? No, not today. We're shooting up in Vancouver. Oh, I love Vancouver. Me too. Really pretty. Who's it's my dire- first time up there. Oh, your first time up there. Yeah. Who's the director? Mark Lawrence, who made uh, wrote the Miss Congeniality movies yeah, sure. and music yeah. and lyrics and. Um, he's really great. Bill Hader's in it too. Oh, wow, I love Bill genius! Hader. He plays wow. so him and Anna play Santa Claus's uh, son and daughter, mm-hmm. and uh, Shirley MacLaine plays like the nanny figure who basically raised Anna right. with Mrs. Claus because Daddy was working all the Daddy time. Daddy was delivering yeah. toys. Yeah. You know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, and 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 the way that it's set up in the movie is that Bill Hader, Santa Claus dies. Bill Hader is supposed to take over being the son, mm-hmm. but Bill Hader doesn't make a great Santa Claus. It's yeah. not what he wants to. Do with his life, and it he turns wants to out, be a dentist. Exactly, and it turns out Anna Kendrick want you know is has all the gifts to be Santa, but right. she's a woman, so yeah. It's unclear it's, we're empowering whether she can, women. but yeah. of course we learn as the movie goes along that yeah. maybe she can be Santa. Guys, right. I'm kind of weirdly obsessed with Bill Hader. He yeah. is one of the funniest people I've ever met. That's I the love thing. It. When he Seth does the Seth, humor? the Seth character oh on God. Saturday Night Live, Stefan, Stefan. Oh my yes, God, oh is my he funny? And God. Bill's really subtle and quiet. He's not hitting you over the head with how funny yeah. he is. It's just so comes so naturally to I him. I love him so much. Um, oh, yeah. and, and talking to, uh, I've gotten to meet Shirley MacLaine and, and she's just so open and just she'll talk to you about, you know, she'll just casually throw off, well, throw out, you know, oh, well, I, when I was working with Hitchcock. Uh-huh. I mean, that's a real thing that happens yeah. to her in her life. Bull you know? smack in your face. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. I woke up one morning and Sinatra it's was so, laying next it's to insane. me. It's yeah. insane, you know, it's it's really amazing and it's just great. Oh, God, your parents would be so happy. You know, the fact that you oh, they have... Are. You've bridged the gap between generations of the, just your career, and it's only getting bigger. Thank you. It's only nice getting you. bigger. You're a great talent. You Thank are. You. you have such a unique voice that it's. Um, and you, you said you have a good voice. You, you don't get to sing in this movie. Not in Noel, but I do in Lion King. In Lion King. Yeah, you, so yeah, you I, do a Hakuna Matata. We do Hakuna Matata, which is not like a great singing moment because it's more about character. the comedy yeah. and character. But and I forgot this when I got the part. I forgot this. 
Um, but Timon and Pumbaa, they're the ones who start singing Can You Feel the Love Tonight. Ooh. That's, and then Nala and Simba, in take other words, take it on home. Take it over and sing most of it, but technically I, I am on that song. So oh technically. And, and you do get to, the Can You Feel the Love Tonight, I do, I do get to sing out a little bit yeah. more. Emote. Emote. Oh my Although goodness. Hakuna Matata is the star of that show. Hakuna Matata is a big number. The pressure yeah. to get it to keep it fresh and funny and is is wasn't wasn't Pumba (laughs) or Tamar wasn't the Tamar no Tamar Braxton no No. (laughs) you guys you're going the wrong direction Timon and Pumba yes Nathan Lane and Max what was the other guy's name? Was the it, guy who played Max at Doogie Howser, was it him? I thought I thought I thought Pumbaa was Ernie Sabella. Oh well, I could be totally but wrong. I, I mean could, you are was doing it the Max movie. Casella? I'm not. I think Max Casella was in The Lion King on Broadway. Okay. And I think Ernie Sabella, who was in that production of Guys and Dolls I talked about with Nathan Lane, they were Timon and Pumbaa in the original Lion King. I'm I think. I think. I, I think you're right. I'm I, gonna go with that. I don't remember any of that movie. I, I did a lot of antacid in the 60s. <laughs> and it was in the 90s. 90s. Okay, well, then you that weren't even on it. An- oh, yeah. you might have been on antacid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that bar. True. So, uh, so what's next? What do you want to do? Now, you're in, mo- you're in movies, you, uh, television, you've done the, 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 you know. Oh, have you ever done a Broadway show? No, I'd like to do that at what, some what, point. Do you have a, you know, I know you're a Broadway kid, you love that yeah. stuff. You know, I've said this many times, uh, um, it's The Hard Knock Life is my favorite show tune. Do you mm-hmm. have a favorite show tune? Hmm. Do you have Today Ticks? Or your dream role. I do have Today Ticks. Today Ticks is life-changing. Yeah. Um, my, I don't know. I mean, I love Sondheim, you know. Um, can you sing Sondheim, though? Nobody can sing. I can't. Uh, you can, so you want to do Merrily? Really, Merrily is one of my favorite Same. shows. Oh, I love yeah. that. I took Merrily we went so to see amazing. it. Yeah. Have I you seen uh, the movie Lady Bird yet? Uh, Not yet. I can't wait. You must see it. And yes. I won't give it away, but in, you know, it's this about. Laurie Metcalf. Yeah. Oh, Laurie Metcalf. And Shersha Ronan is the lead How girl. do you say her name? Shersha. You're going to teach me Shersha. how to say it. Shersha. 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 You have a problem with names. I do. I really do. Those are tough. Sure, 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 sure. It's Ronan. Irish. Yeah. Is it Cersei Ronan? Is Cersei. it Cersei? I don't. I don't know. I'm going to Ireland. Certainly, sure. Sure, sure. But I'll anyway, go with that room. In in um in Lady Bird, she's going to this Catholic school, and they're putting on a production of Mary Lee Roll Along. You are kidding me. I won't give it away, but it's I, I was surprised by Isn't that. Isn't she going to college? Old friend. She's looking for college. Yeah. Old exactly. Friend. I mean, that score is. Unbelievable. It's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. So that's, is that your favorite? So I love Merrily. I love the show uh, Falsettos. Yes! Not What's the song from Falsettos? There's no really one. Yeah. It's not like a big hit unless you're like a Falsettos but person. That was yeah. just on with Christian Borle. Well, just on its close like a year ago. Andrew Reynolds. Andrew Reynolds and yeah. Stephanie Block. I bought the soundtrack. For it was really yeah. good. I love that show. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Sondheim shows. Um... Uh, what was your Sunday first? Oh, oh my God! Sunday in the great. Park. Yeah. Sunday. I just saw. I saw the Jake Gyllenhaal one. I heard he was fantastic. Was, that show is mind-blowingly yeah. good. Really? Do you remember yeah. the first Broadway show you saw? Oh yeah, Starlight Express. Really? <laughs> the second one that said <laughs> yeah. Starlight. Wow. Starlight Express. That must have been so crazy. Yeah. Somebody said that recently. Yeah. Because we know. got into the whole. Yeah. 
Um, I begged my parents. I was like, please, there's a half price. I had to explain to them. Because I heard it was, ba- we, we talked about yeah. it being based on Thomas the Trank tank yeah. engine. Yes. Yeah. And it blew me away. I'm I don't know what sure. I would think about it now, yeah. but I loved it. And they we were like in the front mezzanine or something, and they would roller skate up yeah. to the mezzanine. And one of like the roller skating chorus members like looked at me and waved, and I just freaked out. Oh my! God. Did yeah. he w- wink at you and wave and say you're gay? <laughs> yeah, and then he carried me off and <laughs> roller skated me away. <laughs> you're at Starlight Express with your parents. And we went straight to Wigstock. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think it's one of Angela Lloyd Webber's best. I don't know that show. I was in New York I when it was happening. To that in many. Well, years. they did. There were different incarnations of it because they added songs mm-hmm. after. Because the one song that I love, I don't know, it was in the original. So I was reading more about it recently. Because what else are you gonna do? Yeah, right? well, yeah. What <laughs> yeah, else? Exactly. Starlight Express. It's uh, you know, uh, college tuition and Starlight Express. It does. You so it, there were different incarnations of My it. My friends so. and I were talking recently about how sad it is that there's no more Colony Records in oh, New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where I would go and like look at all like the imports. Like you could buy the British cast right. of Starlight Express for like a forty dollars compact disc. Well, th- that's <laughs> yes. a good point you know? because we talked about curators before, and there used to be mm-hmm. brick and mortar places where you could that's learn such a about. Good point. I mean, I would stand in the Virgin Megastore yes. for hours yes. listening to everything. Dance music, show tunes, pop music, things I would never even like, but I just was curious about. And I would study the CD covers and yeah. all of that. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. What is the qu- equivalent to uh, uh, you know, Virgin Megastore Colony Records on the interweb, the, the world wide web? I guess just doing like a deep dive on... Spotify or SoundCloud, but again, you still or... have to you have to be somehow immersed. But, you have to be driven to go there. It's it's hard. Nothing's. I don't know. Like it's just not the same when you can't physically pick up the copy of the CD. I don't know. There was something something about that. Is Aunt Joyce still with us? She is. Uh, we don't talk very often. Oh she shit! She lives in the South. What went down with Aunt Joyce? She's a Trump <laughs> supporter. Sounds like a Trump supporter. No, no, I don't. I don't think she is. Uh, I'd be surprised. She's an an old lady now. I don't think mm. she's in great health. She's your mother's sister. She's my mom's sister. Basically, what happened is when my mom died. My mom was the one who kind of like kept the family yeah. together. Because uh, it was kind of a you know bunch of weirdos, um, and then when she died, you know, some people kind of went off and couldn't deal with the fact that she died and kind of went off, went went away, um, and then came back later. But I, I'm just not. I'm not going to fly to Tennessee. You know what I mean? Right. So I see Joyce. right. If she lived here, I would probably see her. Yeah. No, but I just I, I just wanted to bring her up again because the curators, the people like that who are mm-hmm. our uh, heroes and, and sort of who guide us to what this life can be. Yeah. They're so important. She was definitely one of those people. Yeah, for sure. You know, the, the, the foreign films and, and all that stuff. You know, I just, I had that thirst already. And I, I, I was always amazed when other people... Did not have that. Yeah. You know? You're lucky. You're you know? lucky because I didn't have that. Now, you live here in Los Angeles now. I do now. I mean, I'm still in New York all the time for work, but I technically live here. Yeah. Because, you know, L.A. is a company town, so when you're here, you don't really get to socialize the way you do in New York. Because, you know, you go get a cup of coffee on the corner Walk and you run into street, somebody yes, and you go, yes. oh, right. let's go. Oh, someone's always doing a concert. Oh, you have a ticket. Oh, let's go. That's the yeah. beauty of it. London's here you like don't that get too. that. How no. do you meet and socialize here, if you at all? I do, actually, a lot. I, there has been a mass exodus. 
from New York to Los Angeles. That's even, too fucking cold. Even among my friends who are not in show business. Mm. Um, what do they do for money? Uh, exactly. No, one of my one of my best friends since high school, the gay guy, he just moved here seven months ago. He he happens to work at Disney, but in a very corporate, you know, non creative type of capacity non-porn way non the way you were exactly <laughs> yes there's still a few of us um <laughs> and so many of my friends live here now and we're do you not lot... drive i do not drive a car that's okay. a new yorker yeah that is the one do, do you, you know how to drive i do not know how to drive i did have a permit in high school but i never got a license it's because yeah. when you live in new york and everybody takes the trains they don't bother my yeah. con really quick story my sister-in-law grew, grew up in the Bronx, grew mm -hmm. up in Puerto Rico, then moved the to Bronx. In the Brizzy. And she married my brother, and they moved out to Bumfuck, Jersey, where they adopted a beautiful boy from China. And I said, and the boy didn't speak any English. This was like a clusterfuck. My brother was working. She didn't drive. He didn't oh speak goodness. English. All, like, a, talk about the perfect storm brewing. I said, Nancy, if you don't get a license, that kid, as a mother... God forbid something happens and you yeah. you got to get to the kid. This to is the before ER. Uber. This is way before Uber. If this I have like, a kid and he gets sick, I'll call a lift. We'll wait for him. You're going to learn how right to, to drive is what you're going to do. And she got her license. <laughs> she got Scariest her license. thing from a girl from the Bronx who's never yeah. done that. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. That's the one thing. I wish I had done it when I was younger, and you now still I'm do it. petrified. Don't I, be. I really no, don't be petrified. Don't you become one with the car. You become one yeah. with the car. It is the most re relaxing. Is it? Um, I love even <laughs> I with know traffic, people love it. Yeah, I'll people put on love my it. podcasts. Yeah, I know. I'll I just, put on Deadly Manners. You know, I probably would have had to, and then just as I moved to L.A., Uber came along. Yeah, and that was the perfect excuse. Excuse. Yeah, not to. yeah, yeah. That sounds like a Streisand song. Um, Uber came along. Um, something, something came along. And <laughs> you came, you along. came along. Is that a song? And you came along. And you came along. Yeah. I like that. Um, so, uh, you don't drive. You, you're living here in the city. You live here in Hollywood. I live in West Hollywood, like five minutes from here. Right on. Yeah. How'd you get here? Plane. My, my assistant drove me. She drove you. Yes. And she, where is she from? Uh, Sierra is from San Diego. Oh, Hi, I'm from Sierra. San Diego. Oh, that's where Ruth's oh. from Sierra. And so, we from San Diego, we drive in early. I was driving at 11 years old. Yeah, okay. you have to. Yeah, that was also <laughs> yeah. unheard of. It was yeah. unheard of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, you have to because you know when you're 11, you got to go to work and uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> got to go get by those loose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Got to go meet Roy Moore and you know uh, <laughs> make some uh, wait outside money. the courthouse. <laughs> yes, exactly. yes. Now, uh, you know, you you'll learn to drive one day. Or not. We'll or you drive. You know, we'll uh, George and I, when we were in, in New York uh, last week, the company I was working for had a car for us. So wherever we went, we had. And this is not bougie stuff. This is just, just how. Oh, I'm not, are you telling me it's not bougie? Wait, I'm, just, I'm not trying to say, you know, but first of all, okay. So we had a car for the whole That you seven were gifted days. a car. I was gifted a car. As part of your deal. As part of my Great. deal. Good and for we, you. You know what I did? What'd you do? I went up to Woodbury Commons. Which <gasps> is in Harriman, New York. Yeah. Exit 16 off the... Uh-huh. 16A, <laughs> I believe. 16A off yeah. the, the, the New York... 87? That's 87. The, it, it's, it's Highway 87. Yeah, but it's got a name, like yeah. one of them. Like it a, is a New York through one of them. Thruway. It is mm -hmm. life-altering. Good old Woodbury oh, Commons. You know what? Yes. We went... Uh, George... By the way, Woodbury Commons... Opens at midnight on Black Friday. Oh, does it? Wow. Like, you know, midnight on Thanksgiving. You eat your turkey, mm -hmm. start at midnight that right night, go right to Woodbury, Woodbury Yeah, the only problem with Woodbury Commons is it's outside. Yeah. In in it's central right. New York. Yeah, exactly. bitch. It's cold. It's crazy. It's cold. Yeah. Why would you do an outdoor mall in central New York? Because people do it. They come. They don't care. Well, indoor mall is so much more expensive, so much more of an upkeep. Mm -hmm. Is they it? They couldn't have had the size of Woodbury Commons 
Well, you could have a It's mall bigger than day. you remember, you know. I, I, they've expanded. When were you there last? Year, years. <laughs> it's been 15 years since I was there. Wow. Easily. Yeah, yeah. I'll see you 15 and raise you 17. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'll take it. But the Gucci there was always great. The oh, Gucci's yeah. great. I went to Dunhill, which I would never normally go to. They had, are you ready for this? What? Yeah. 90% off. What did you get? I got this suede jacket mm. that is like butter. It's beautiful. <laughs> well, like $5? It was a $4,000 jacket. $4,000. You got it for $400? For $400. Wow. I, I would have smacked that you if is... you didn't. Yep. Swear, yeah, swear to God. So, you know, we had the car, you know, so when you have a driver and we're working for Disney and Shirley MacLaine is your best friend and uh, you got uh, the Anna, Anna, what's her name? Kendrick, Doing uh, movies love. with it. You have a driver. I found yeah, love with her in the last five years. I'll send a driver for work things, and uh, but it's mostly just my fear. Do you get to say, can driver. you stop at Chipotle, driver? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have my Starbucks app to bring it right. full circle. Uh-huh. Oh, you just call Postmates. Big, oh, I Postmates. I'm a bad I got to get the app. I should do Alex. it right now. They need to be a sponsor. Hey, no, okay, can you explain? To, I know you explained the name. Yeah. And to Sheer 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 Sheer. I know uh-huh. we're sold out. Yeah. Sheer Sheer Ronan. But tell me, sure how does the Postmates thing work? I just need oh. to know because I have some gift certificates. Oh, I Oh, you do? It. Where'd you get them at? I got them from the show. When they gave me oh, some wow. When the they gave you the card and they gave you Postmates? I don't know. No, not that show. Uh, by the way, Postmates now, yeah. Real Tea, has a surge like Uber. Oh, they yeah, have a yeah, surge yeah, they rate. Do. They do. Yeah, so these motherfuckers do. be like, one, oops, you called us at a crazy time. You can't get your taco. It's a 1.6. So my yeah. $5 taco cost oh, me $23. So You're kidding me. Really? It is so expensive. expensive. But you get so addicted to it, yeah. especially you... in LA where things aren't that convenient. Like Nicole, okay, my makeup me. artist, will use it to pick up eyelash glue if she forgets Who will? It. My makeup, Nicole. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to tell you a story. Okay, please. About Postmates. This is my favorite story. I don't understand Postmates it. Story. I don't understand Does it what it is. Sharonin? No. Damn. I was at a house party in Silver Lake um, of mostly gay guys, but there were a couple of ladies there. What music what song party. was playing? Okay. Um, Barbara Streisand Guilty. It was, I think it was uh, Jake Shears' birthday party. Oh, okay. uh, so all scissors party. and all. Yeah. So there was a lot of 70s stuff. Um, and uh, actually one of the women there, as a joke, I think, she postmates poppers. <gasps> so she ordered poppers. Rush. From, Rush poppers. <laughs> from yeah. Postmates. Wow. How do you get them? Where do you pick them? Oh, like a you sex store. You can order anything. Yeah, so we were in Silver Lake. I had one of like the sex stores in Silver Lake, I guess. Like they or and some lovely Postmates delivery person delivered poppers to the party. I from thought the it sex was store. that is beautiful. I thought it was just food. No, so you can anything, postmate anything, anything you want. Like I said, Nicole will have them if she forgets eyelash glue or eyelashes. See, listen, when people describe to me what postmates is, they leave out the fact that you can get anything. I just thought it was a food delivery service. It's t- mostly food, but you can literally get anything. You can get poppers. You can, you can send someone to CBS to get you know, Tylenol, whatever you want. Yeah. So they are a personal assistant. Essentially. Yes, yeah, so you just pay yes. way more there's than you should. Cra- there's a delivery fee and then there's you, a tip. There's, there's all this. different categories. Oh, you categories. have to tip them. Well, I think they would like there, to be there's tipped. There's yeah. fresh, there's food, there's drinks. Oh, I see. You've got the app there. It's right. mostly categories. food. Mostly but, food, but you can type but it's in. And it's too. anywhere. And do poppers. the food companies, does the restaurant have to sign up to be a, a Postmates I person? think so. I would I imagine that so. they do because yeah. they know they have all these random delivery drivers sort of showing up all throughout the day and they would probably want to I wonder. permission. I wonder how many times that night that delivery person uh, delivered poppers. <laughs> I don't know. 
But you definitely delivered them to us. And how many times have you ordered poppers from Postmates? That was the only time, and it, and it wasn't me. It was uh, someone else at the party, but I happened to be at the party. So I, how many I'm times? I'm not a big um, do poppers like on the dance floor type of yeah. person. Yeah, it's more at home type. Yeah, of... it's when I'm chilling, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Netflix yeah. and chill. It's when I'm watching Starlight <laughs> Express. Yeah, when I'm watching Gra- Grace and Frankie or whatever. Grace yes, and Frankie. yes. So now tonight you'll go you'll go home and watch the Barbra Streisand. Sit down with a nice bottle of a poppers. warm poppers <laughs> and watch her sing. You know, on a clear day you can see forever. Oh, another and, uh, great one. See, you didn't even talk oh, about that night. one. Yeah, I you love that. You guys always want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about musical. Theater stuff. Okay, All right. I'll shut up. All right. Well, Billy Eichner, you are a joy. Oh, and thank you. Speaking Likewise. Speaking for Aunt Joyce and Stephen and Mom and Dad, you are. We're very proud of you. Oh, that's so nice. You've thank done you. such a great job, and thank you, and, you. And this is just really the beginning. Well, I hope so. We yeah, shall honey, see. you paid off that Northwestern loan. Now the rest the, is. The, <laughs> the rest is gravy. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. What did I well, have? Thank you guys. Well, thank, thank you, Billy. you so much. And people can find you on Twitter and oh, yeah. on. Uh, YouTube, and YouTube and uh, Hulu and this and, and that and yeah, exactly. They're all Postmates. there. Postmates. Yeah, I'll show up at your house with sure. poppers in hand. Yeah, and some KFC. Poppers in this hand. Barbara in this hand. That's a night. There you That's go. Well, thank you so thank much, you and Michelle Visage. Thank you, darling. Till next time, I love. Bye. Bye. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? If you can't love yourself. How in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Can I get a name, man? And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Amen. Hey, hey,